Jab Metal Interview. Welcome back, uh, guys and girls, headbangers, rockers, thrashers, death metalers. Uh, here we go with a rock band, with a Texas rock band by the name of Love and War. Uh, we have John Adams with us, and uh, this great talent and the band Love and War have just signed with Animated Insanity Records. You guys should check them out live. These guys are an awesome band. They've opened up for tons of bands. Uh, they've opened up for Night Ranger. They've worked with, uh, they're good friends with Dangerous Toys. Uh, Jason McMaster, who has been on our show. And a big shout out to Jason, if you're listening to this podcast. So, uh, anyways, let's go to the interview with Mr. John Adams of Love and War. Enjoy. So, you guys just signed with Animated Insanity Records, right? Uh, That's correct, yeah. Congrats on that. Can you talk to us Thank about you, that? Thank you, man. Yep, thank you. Uh, we're really excited. Uh, Ben's been working hard, um, trying to get something for us. Uh, you know, we have we've been having our feelers out for quite a while. <clears throat> you know, things were really on a roll for us when uh, we released the record in you know February of 2020. And then, man, dude, you know, the next month COVID hit. Yeah. <laughs> it, it just it just screwed everything up. I mean, we were having really good record sales in overseas, you know, and all throughout Europe and. Uh, and all of a sudden, everything just tanked, man, and screwed it all up. But we're, we're excited. This is another opportunity for us. We're, we're giving another push uh, before we put out another record. And hopefully, uh, you know, this this uh, this inking this deal with them, uh, you know, it's just basically a distribution deal. And it'll get a lot of uh, our record out in, in Europe and stuff. So we're excited. Wow, very cool. So uh, you guys yep. are from Houston, right? Yeah. We are. We're from Houston, yeah. Wow, very cool. Texas Pride, awesome. <laughs> Amen, dude. Amen. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good rock and roll out of out of Texas. You know, it's uh, it's about time. You know, it, it, but you know, unfortunately, though, you know, it's just our kind of music that we love so much that we grew up with. Man, it, it's just so hard trying to get it out there, and it's just the same group of people. You know, we all we're all like a brotherhood. You know, we yeah. we all love this music, and you know, we're, we're, we're going to die with this music. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> And I just, I wish it was mainstream again, bro. You know, I, I really do. But unfortunately, you know, guys like us, we're going to keep it rolling. We're going to keep it going. We're going to have fun. I mean, right now we're just playing. We're playing for us and we're playing for each other. And, uh, you know, as long as uh, we're, we're happy and we, we got that group of people out there that love this type of music, then uh, that's all that matters. I mean, I heard you guys uh, on YouTube, a couple of live videos, and, and I heard uh, uh, the last album, uh, Age of the World. So by that you mean uh, like the type of genre or, or like eighties, nineties, or what do you mean by that? Like the the crowd. Well, for, well, for me, yeah. I I like to think that we're a little bit more late seventies, early eighties rock. I mean, yeah. most of our influences are like bands like UFO and Judas Priest, and yeah. you know th that kind of that kind of era of rock band. You know, from, from yeah. the late seventies and stuff. And uh, that's what, but you know I, I don't. I don't consider us at all hair metal. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I think no. hair metal came later on in the '80s, but um, um, I, I just like to think we're more like a like a classic rock sound. Yeah. But 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 with a but with you know that kind of you know Dokkenish vibe or you know or maybe a little priest vibe you know. But you, you can tell by listening to our music our our influences and they they show you know. So talk to us about the the your latest album, the the latest and, last one, yeah, uh, Age of the World. Yeah, we recorded this um, in, um, it's just south of St. Louis, Missouri. Um, there's our good friend Greg Gill, matter of fact, who joined our band. Uh, he was the guitar player for Z Lot Z for many years. Um, and uh, he has a studio up there, Endeavor Studios, and uh, it took us, a, took us a few years to record it. 
um, basically because of, you know, it's an 11 hour drive and between his schedule, he was a, te- a teacher at the time. Yeah. Between his schedule and our schedule, commuting back and forth. I mean, but we took our time, you know, and Greg is a great producer. He's got a killer ear. And uh, so, you know, we finally, you know, got it, got it put out. And unfortunately, the timing was really bad. But, um, you know, it's something, uh, you know, it was a uh, work in progress for us, you know, and uh, we were so happy to get it out. And, and uh, you know, with everything that happened with COVID, we're, you know, right now we're just trying to give it one last good push, you know, before we put out another record but uh you know edge of the world is uh you know it's a great great record for us um it's a it's a a group of songs some of the songs we've had for a little while uh the i would say there's two or three on here that we we've had for quite a while years you know and we finally got to put them on the record and uh the rest of it is you know basically new material from the the last couple of years before we recorded it and uh so uh, we're we're some good stuff I heard oh, thanks, man. Thank bad, you. Badass stuff, yeah. So, uh, awesome, dude. Talk to us about the decision to to hire or add on Greg. I mean, I know he's a talented uh, uh, co-producer and engineer for your last two albums, but yep. uh, why him? Why is was there other uh, choices or, or? Well, no, there really wasn't, man. Uh, really, the way that all came to be was. Um, you know, we never really wanted to have another guitar player, and you know, it's, it's, I've always been a one guitar player guy. I mean, I've played with other guitar players before, but you know, just for me, it's just something I've always been used to doing. And then, um, Greg, you know, me and him are, are like, you know, we're, we're so close, and we've known each other for for so many years, you know. And yeah, um, it just one time, he was like, "Well, you know, you guys should let me come on stage and play." We were doing a thing here; it was a it was a benefit thing um in houston and he came down so he since he was here he was staying at my house and he goes well man let's let me work out a song with you guys and get on stage and play we're like well hell yeah you know we never even thought about that before never even dawn i said man we'd love to have you so me, me and him worked out a couple of songs and then he came on stage with us and we were like holy shit you know that that's that's what that we were missing is that you know that extra rhythm you know a guitarist and uh you know some dual leads that i can come in on it kind of gave us more of that um you know judas priest style yeah. vibe you know kk and you know but uh um you know so now it was like wow and then we did we did one show with him we opened up for night ranger here in houston and everybody just loved it they were like man you know it's improved your sound you know greg's you know it's just a great musician and, and we're excited to have him and uh, I'm, glad, I'm glad it worked out awesome well now you got that dual guitar thing like you say yeah Nice. Absolutely, and the cool thing about that is when I'm already writing songs for our next record, and um, you're going to hear a lot more of that on the new record. You're going to hear a lot more of him and a lot more dual harmony thing, and uh, with him him doing his own stuff. And so we're we're excited. Yeah, that was one of my questions. Have you started writing for a new record? You know. Yeah, yeah. I have. Um, I you know I've, I've got a, a, a whole bunch of ideas on my a track you know and a lot of them i'm trying to sort through some of the riffs that i have and uh, i've already pieced together like three possibly four and other ones i just have other ideas and greg's been emailing me some riffs uh that we're that we're trying to piece together so yeah things are things are rolling right along and if everything goes well we'll we should be in the studio uh you know hopefully by the end of summer possibly is what we're hoping on nice wow yep some new new love and war yeah man let's hope so it, it's gonna happen but it's just a matter of you know when we can we can all get together and do it but uh hopefully if all goes well it'll it definitely bike how about summer. a uh, how about a music video uh, do you guys have any plans for a music video well actually check this out there's a guy in poland 
he did a uh, he did a lyric video for we all we all fall down off okay. of edge of the world and we've got it it came out great he did a really good job on it and what we're trying to do and greg and his wife they do editing and stuff so we've got some live footage from greg with greg uh, from the night ranger show so they're going to try to edit it in there so and then we're going to release it so yeah it's weird you brought that up so we do have one and the guy in poland is doing another one for us off the edge of the world another lyric video and uh, we're also going to do the same thing with some with from that song with the live footage and then we're going to get together do some still shots and uh, some other stuff with greg but that was just the thing when we originally i sent we all fall down to him and he was doing it this is before greg got the band now that greg's in the band was like well we got to have him in there you know what i mean yeah so we have the live footage we get we need to do some more uh photography with him some more promo shots and stuff and and put some still shots in the video so that's something we're working on wow very cool yep so uh, i saw you guys uh did a gig do a gig with uh dangerous toys uh yes yeah Yeah. how did that go it went great okay now jay uh uh uh, yeah uh, our uh ray ray solis our um uh bass player jason came to houston and married uh him and his wife oh wow because yeah, he's an uh, he's a, a, a minister actually. Uh, he he has a license where he can he can do that. So really, he came. Yeah, he came to Houston when they got married a couple a few years back, and uh, there was a big wedding. We had Michael Sweet there. Michael Sweet actually came in and uh, played music, and we had the Love and War go on stage, and Michael sang some songs really? with wow. us, which was yeah, which was really cool. We got it. I actually got it on video. Um, so wow. we'll, you know we'll probably put that out on our website, but we haven't done any of that yet. But um, you guys should. Wow, yeah. cool. Yeah, but Jason Jason's been a longtime friend of ours. We've I've known him probably for twenty some years. Uh, you know he uh, he's really good people, and um, his band oh, yeah. is great. Paul Paul Lydell's a great guy, killer guitar player. So we yeah that it went really fantastic. Wow. Yeah, I, I talked to Jason. Uh, I want to say about two years ago. I interviewed him for the show too, and yeah, just oh, like you said, he's a real down to earth guy and very, very cool. You know, very cool guy. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Dangerous Toys. I'm a big fan too of Dangerous Toys and Hellacious yeah, Acres man, and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they're still man. They're still bringing it live too, man. They they, they sound great. Awesome. So uh, yep. let's talk about you. At what age did you pick up a guitar? Well, I was 12, and the way that all that happened, I'm the youngest of six kids. I got two older brothers, and then I got three sisters. So my middle brother was playing Forsyth in 1975, okay? And in, well, no, it was 1976, actually. Forsyth had already come out, and I was 12 years old at the time. So he was playing Forsyth, and at the time, one of my best friends, uh, him and his brother play guitars, and I'd always go over there, and they would, they'd be playing acoustic guitars and stuff, and I thought, well, that'd be really kind of cool. But something, man, happened, something clicked in me when I heard Forsyth by UFO. When I heard yeah. Michael Shanker play guitar. Yeah. When I heard Michael Shanker play guitar, it just like, I want to play guitar. <laughs> man, that, that music right there just appealed to me so much, and, Mike, and ever since then, Michael Shanker, yeah, he's always been my favorite guitar player out from day one when, when I picked up the guitar. You know, and I, I don't know if you know, but I also have a UFO tribute band called Lights Out. We've been together now for about 21 years. I've heard about that, yeah. So that's your yeah, band, okay. It, yeah, we play San Antonio every once in a while. I'll have to send you. I know it's a, quite a quite a haul, but um, if we, we can get back up there, I'll send you a message, and maybe you can come up on the weekend. And, and uh, Yeah, for sure, yeah. I'm just two hours away from San Antonio, yeah. Yeah, that's not bad at all, yeah. Yeah, let me know, but, for sure. 
Absolutely. But yeah, I mean, for me, that was that was the defining moment. And I was living in Richmond, Virginia at the time. And and then probably about five, six months after that, I, you know, I, I was playing my friend's acoustic guitar, you know, and I was, he was showing me chords and stuff. And then we moved to Houston from Richmond, Virginia. And then when I got here, uh, I got my first guitar, you know, and then when I got my first guitar, you know, I just, you know, man, it was all about, you know, UFO and Led Zeppelin and Joe Perry. I love Joe Perry with Aerosmith and, you know, you know, that same kind of 70s rock vibe, you know, and uh, we, you know, and I just never looked back. I just used to lock with to smoke some good weed man i'd lock myself <laughs> in the bedroom and yeah. just play guitar man hours <laughs> at a time <laughs> so, wow very cool yeah so uh give us your best gig so far and your, your worst gig so far oh uh, wow <laughs> well in 1984 we played with the pat travers band in front of about four thousand some people at the astro arena in houston wow that was probably one of the best gigs ever, man, just to see all of those people. And, you know, that was just, that's always stuck with me as one of the best gigs that, uh, that we'd ever had. Another one was when we played with Rat nice. at, uh, yeah. at the House of Blues. And that was a sold out House of Blues and just the sea of faces. And, you know, we, we were having a great night, you know, and everybody was just applauding. You know what I mean? It's when you see all those people, you know, and yet you're in that intimate kind of, atmosphere with that many yeah. people and they're all digging your music i mean it, it man that's a fucking rush you know what yeah. i mean yeah wow uh the worst the worst show ever um we did a show with lillian axe and okay. i had the flu oh wow yeah and i just said man i'm not gonna cancel the gig i'm not gonna cancel the gig and man i was running a fever and it i, I mean it just took every inch of my freaking you know energy to just get myself <laughs> through that and that was just horrible for me you know i, I mean i kept a couple of times i dropped to a knee because i was getting these head rushes from the heat and the fever and but i just said man that's just me i i never i never cancel the show man i mean if i unless you know i'm fucking in my deathbed i'm, I'm gonna play <laughs> yeah you're a, a true fighter a true metalhead yeah man absolutely awesome. all in the name of rock and roll brother <laughs> <laughs> awesome so uh, give us musicians uh, a quick rig rundown. Uh, what equipment do you use live in, in the studio? Is it the same or? Yeah, pretty much. Um, I got endorsed by Diamond Ampli Amplification. Okay. Um, back, you know, uh, I don't know, what was it, 2010, something like that. And uh, I play through, um, I have two Phantoms um, that I, I typically play with. Uh, I just recently... Um, I've got also two. Let's see. I've got a couple JCM 800s. Yeah, those are nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, what else do I have? Uh, I got an Eggnator I really like too. Believe it or not, it's a great amp. But in the studio, I played through the Phantom. Uh, I played through the Diamond Phantoms. Nice. And that's what, yeah, I mean, that's what I play live. They're they're, they're great amps. Do you have any uh, pre gig uh, rituals? Uh, any warm up deals or? or anything before you go on stage you know um yeah i definitely have to warm up and I'll, I'll i usually try to be by myself i don't i just don't it bothers me when there's people around talking and you know and you're trying to focus and, and and get your head right and get it straight you're ready to, to, to go on stage and i always try to you know take myself away from that and find some place if it's at a show i'll go in a back room or something but yeah i just i sit down and i just i just run through some some so some solo stuff you know not really scales or anything but just yeah solos from some of the songs i have and and just warm up you know if i if i can get about 15 30 minutes in of warming up man i'm good to go but besides that and then i always like to have a beer or two and then you yeah. know, that's it 
you know, that, that's, that's all I'll drink, you yeah, know. But you gotta relax, yeah. Just yeah, absolutely. And, uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Wow, very cool. So give us your favorite song to play live. Favorite song to play live? Um, probably the title track, Edge of the World. Like I'm standing on the edge of the world. That's that's on the new record. Yeah, I, um, I heard it. It's badass, yeah. Yeah, I really like that song. Um, it was one uh, that, you know, has a lot of meaning for me because uh, I remember when I was writing it and what I was going through at the time. And, and then I came up with the chorus line. And we, I remember Jeff was struggling with the, with trying to light, write lyrics to it, you know. And uh, I had wrote the chorus already. And then all of a sudden he just came up with the idea. And, and, and then, boom, it all came together. And so that, that that's probably my favorite so uh, who writes the lyrics do you do some of the lyrics and, and you wrote it? i do yeah. yeah yeah like on the record um i wrote we all fall down i wrote i wrote the lyrics and the music of course i, I wrote uh um part of mercenary man um i wrote the chorus to edge of the world cool. um you know i mean uh, we we kind of split but most of the time um, I mean, I'll come up with a chorus or something. Jeff always writes the verses. But some songs, I'll write the verses. But, uh, yeah, we, we coordinate together. So what's next for, for the band? What can fans expect? Where can we see you guys uh, next? Okay, we are playing. Uh, we're opening up for Ace Freely. Nice, um, wow. Yeah, that's going to be... I hope I'm getting this right. I Very think it's cool. May 19th. But, um, yeah, I mean, if you if you go to our, fa go to, like, our Facebook page or uh, loveandwar.com, um, our, our website... You can kind of get an idea of uh, what what's going on with us okay. in the future, but yeah. But right now, it's just uh, we have Ace Freely. That was we've had a couple of shows lined up, but you know, COVID has canceled everything. So now yeah. the shows are starting to come back around. So there'll be some more stuff coming up for us that you know, hopefully, uh, you know, by the summer. So loveandwar.com and uh, Love and War on Facebook. Where can people find you guys? Um, well, if you we're based, uh, you can find our music on any any of the streaming services. We're, yeah. we're on pretty much all of them you can find us uh, even our record on you on youtube uh we're also on reverb nation if okay. you want to hear our music you can hear both cds on our reverb nation page also too of course facebook uh love and war um and uh yeah that, that's it we have that website too you can always go in but uh most everybody it just seems everybody's always on facebook you know we're, we're right. trying to we're, we're trying to right now we're working i'm working with ben on getting an instagram page up uh um, yeah. So that's another. That's another way you, you can kind of see what's happening. Would you like to send a message to the the rock fans listening to this podcast? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I would say keep your head up high, keep rocking, and support live music. Awesome. Thank you, John. Thank you for your time, and uh, we appreciate that. And uh, we hope to see you on the road soon. Let me know when you, whenever you guys play in San Antonio or or you know wherever in Texas, you know. You got it, brother. I will. Let's keep in touch. Great, talented musician from Texas, John Adams. And we appreciate your time, sir. Thank you for being a part of our podcast and this interview. Thank you for making time. And wish you all the best with Love and War. A great talent with a huge future here. And you guys should check him out live. If you're close to Texas or wherever you hear of Love and War, go check him out, man. They just added uh, a second guitarist, Greg Gill. And of course, uh, as uh, as John said, they're about to hit the studio very, very soon. 
and hit you guys up with a video a music video for you guys and hit you up with a music video so anyways on behalf of myself thank you guys for joining us don't forget to subscribe share download and don't forget to keep it metal That metal interview.